Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 34, Organizing Baby Clothes. So there are a million aspects of parenting that no one really talks about and you don't realize are like actual things until you're going through them and have to like do them on a regular basis. And today's baby clothing organization topic is absolutely one of them. Um, it's also yet another item on mom's invisible task list, right? right? We will definitely talk about that later in the episode. But I wanted to share my baby clothes organization system, like what's been working for us um, in the hopes that maybe you'll be able to take something away from today's episode and organize with confidence. (laughs) Okay. So um, I have a three-year-old daughter who was born in the winter and a one and a half-year-old son who was born in the summer. So that is two different sexes, two different sizes during two conflicting seasons, right? So needless to say that the overlap in clothes sharing was essentially zero um, despite choosing some gender gender neutral pieces, um, and that would also be the same. Like if I if I had two girls or two boys, but who were born um, in like opposite seasons, it it's kind of the same. And we're um, I, I wanted to tell you a story before we dive in. So a few months before my son was born, one of my dearest friends gave me tubs and tubs and tubs and tubs of her baby boy clothes. Um, they were size newborn through like 12 months and beyond. Um, her son, who's now three, um, she just felt at the time that she gave me these bins that she just wanted them to be put to use and not just sit in her basement in the hopes that maybe someday she might have a second kid. Um, I was so excited to get it. It was just such a lovely gift, right? Um, Although her son was born in the fall and he was, you know, an average size baby who packed on the weight pretty quickly. Whereas like my son was a summer baby who was in newborn clothing for a long time before we moved up a size. Um, So, you know, upon sorting these bins and organizing it, I I really thought I was totally set. I was like, oh my gosh, like I like, look how many clothes there are here, like all the sizes, like I wouldn't need to purchase anything for my son for like the first year, right? However, (laughs) I found out that even just like one season, and one size off makes a huge difference in how the hand-me-downs work, right? So for example, everything newborn in three months in this in these bins were geared towards fall and winter weather. Whereas again, I needed um, summer clothes because I had a June baby. And it was actually a tad disappointing, right? Like some of the outfits and some of the pieces worked, but a majority just didn't. Um, which is why today I really don't hold on to like absolutely every item my kids grow out of, especially if you have babies in different seasons, uh, right? So we're in St. Louis, Missouri. We definitely experience all four seasons. Um, so when my daughter was 12 months old, um, we were mostly in like fleece, thick leggings, tons of sweaters, and so on and so forth. And even if I had another girl instead of a boy, that wouldn't work um, if you have a June baby, because again, you're wearing rompers and shorts and t-shirts and like all the things, right? Um, So 
In theory, I think saving every piece of clothing for your next child or niece or nephew or neighbor or friend or like whoever you're giving these hand-me-downs to is like a wonderful thing to do, but it's just something to also be mindful of. So diving in, I only have three rules for baby organization. And rule number one is to be selective about what gets saved. If there are stubborn stains, tears, signs of serious wear, it's not getting kept. If it fit awkwardly or was difficult to dress, I didn't love it, or I'm just so sick of seeing it, it's probably not going to get kept. Um, And again, just the main takeaway from hand-me-downs is that not everything will work. Um, It just it just won't. Um, so what I do every season or every time the kids grow out of something, I kind of just like shove it in my daughter's closet. Um, my daughter's closet is sort of like the catch all, like her closet serves as like a home base for all the clothes. Right. So she's fortunate enough to have a walk-in closet. There's plenty of space. Um, she's a full size dresser and that is home to all of the clothes that are like seasonally appropriate slash like currently fitter. So I don't feel bad about like taking over her closet for like clothes storage. Um, and also I should mention that her closet also serves as like the toy rotation space, but anyway, okay. So, um, I kind of just like shove things in the closet. Like they're just like sitting on a shelf, uh, waiting to be organized. Like, I'm just being real with you. Like I just like don't have the time to do this every single time. Right. So like if, if they've grown out of something or something ripped or just like cannot get a stain out, it's just going to go in the closet, like on the shelf until I have the time to deal with it. And when I do have the time to deal with it, that's when I like go hard. So I do, um, a textile recycling bag. I do a sell slash donation bag, and then I do a save for myself hand-me-down bag. And so I kind of like, I take Trader Joe's bags. They're like really awesome and easy to use. And I kind of like sort them in the appropriate bags. Um, and then when the uh, first two, the textile recycling bag gets full, uh, I will drive it over to our local like textile recycling donation drop-off. Um, and then when the cell bag gets full, um, I will take it downstairs. I will upload photos and do the things on Macari. Um, I will take them to our local kids thrift store. Um, and if those two items or those first two don't quite work out, I will eventually drive it over to like a donation, like one, one of those bins um, that accepts like clothes and shoes and like all the things. And then, um, as for like saving, right. Um, that's when I, uh, set everything in like size appropriate bins. Um, but it's surprising how quickly many items get stained beyond repair, ripped, or just like whatever, right? Like my, my kids are very rough on their clothing. Um, since my kids have a pretty small wardrobe any given season, like their clothes do get a lot of wear and tear. And, um, we, we've used the items, we've loved the items. So like, we're not sad to see them go or go to another family or whatever. Um, and I just, I think like, it's nice to save pieces that are like really special, but I just, like at this point, like I'm three years into the game. I just don't think saving like absolutely every item is, is worth it. Um, and I will say that you're, you're doing this rotation like quite a bit in the first year, right? Like kids grow so fast between like birth and their first birthday, um, that you really are like cycling through clothing, like so, so, so often. Um, but I'm thrilled to report that it gets less and less, like the, the older they get, right? Like we're not doing it this often with two toddlers. And I think as 
you go through like the stages and the motions, you sort of realize like what types of clothing you like or your kids enjoy. Um, for me, I will never buy anything with buttons or snaps for um, small infants. I, I just don't think it's worth it. I'm, I'm all about um, the magnetic closure, the zipper, right? Or like even just a good old cloth sack for like sleep. I just cannot do pajamas with buttons. And I didn't know any better at the time when my, my daughter was born. So needless to say, I didn't save any of those um, just in case we were to have another girl. Right. So again, just like be very selective about what you're saving. Okay. So rule two is, um, it is easiest to sort by size and gender than season. So I just use like large, clear plastic bins with locking lids. Um, I just, I don't go too crazy right now. I kind of have it sized like newborn to three months because I feel like kids are in newborn clothes for such a short amount of time that like, it just makes sense to kind of store that whole like blur of the fourth trimester together. Um, and then of course, like three to six months and then six to 12, just cause I feel like a lot of clothing is like like the size is six to 12 month, which is just such like a bizarre and confusing size. Um, and I know like a lot of brands don't fit the same. So I just, I feel like, um, just not breaking it down too, too specific because again, like why is there zero to three sizing? And then there's just like three months. And then sometimes companies have like nine months, but then there's like six to 12. Like it's just so confusing. So I just feel like sizing them into like the first infancy year into two bins, right? Like zero to three. And then basically like from six to 12 and like that should just do it. And again, um, this season of time, like the infant stage is probably like the most where you're going to have like the most turnover and whatever. Um, and then I have bins for like 12 to 18 months. And then I have two T and three T sorted together just because again, like we can kind of like mix and match. And sometimes my kids, like my son right now, he's wearing 18 months in pants, but he's in two T for tops. Um, so sometimes I think sorting similar or close sizes, um, just kind of works out better. Um, and then I also want to note that I have, um, a, a separate bin for baby shoes and I just, it's not even like sized. Everything is just tossed in there. I have a separate bin for like all the things, swim gear, right? Like swim diapers, swimsuits, um, goggles, like all of it. Um, I have another bin for hats, bibs, and accessories. Um, again, it's not sized or like sorted or organized like in any way, shape or form. It's, these are just items that I would like to pass along to the next baby. Um, and then I also have one gender neutral bin. So like any item of clothing that could swing either way. Um, and again, not a surprise, my husband and I, we would just be thrilled to have a third baby, possibly even a fourth. Um, right. So, storing these clothes in somewhat of an organized fashion is, is important to me. And, you know, I say me because again, hello, invisible labor. Am I right, ladies? Um, you know, like 
all of the tasks, you know, managing the family birthday celebrations, uh, the gifts, the wrapping, the cards, the baking of the cake, the organization of family holidays, childcare arrangements, managing carpools, kids' social calendars, including doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, vet appointments, like any admin tasks around the house, meal planning, grocery shopping, like ensuring the pantry and fridge are stocked, like am I right? Invisible labor. But anyway, that is not the point of today's episode. So um, again, rule two is just um, as far as the clothing is concerned, I think it's easiest to just sort by size and gender um, and not by season. And don't go too crazy. Like you don't need a separate bin for like six month and then nine month and then 12 month. And then, right. Like just kind of like lump everything together. Um, and also like my kids, as I mentioned, are like, they could kind of work or swing either way. So like, it's just, I don't know, like lumping things together, uh, just, just seems to work. Okay. So rule number three, and this is really obvious. Um, but I'm just, I feel like I need to say it anyway. Rule number three is labeling right? Like I just keep a roll of masking tape and a Sharpie in my daughter's closet, um, just label bins appropriately. And that's kind of it. And of course, these three rules go really well in the event that you ever get hand-me-downs from someone that you love. Um, so for example, my my cousin, uh, she sends me packages. Her youngest is a couple of years older than my daughter. So um, every so often I get these amazing packages of like all of the clothes. She has like very nice taste. It's usually like Janie and Jack and Hannah Anderson and Jimbury and just all of like the amazingness, right? So every time I get one of these packages, I open it up, we sort through it, go through it all. Um, and then, you know, again, like, uh, sort, organize, and then label. So that way when she's ready to jump into 4T, um, there's a whole bin of 4T right there. Um, and again, not everything will work because my cousin lives in California and the weather is very different there. So not all of the items when my daughter is a 4T will work, um, and that's totally okay. Um, I will say that I do save almost everything that she sends just because I don't really know like what size my daughter will be, let's say like next winter. Um, so I think it's important to kind of like keep everything in a bin, um, with a few exceptions, right? And then when the time comes to pull out that 4T bin, then I can kind of be like, okay, like this will work, this won't, right? So just a really simple and easy way. Um, every all the bins are stacked in a neat little pile in the closet, and we're just you know ready to go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today, and for those in the Midwest, um, good luck this week. <laughs> we're supposed to get this huge snowstorm. They're calling for like 13 inches, although it was supposed to start like tonight or like last night at midnight and like carry on through like midday Thursday. So like the, the accumulation is supposed to be 13 inches total. And um, we woke up this morning and there was like nothing on the ground. We we're like, hmm, okay. And then it snowed like a little bit in the morning, um, but. I, I mean, I feel like two inches would be generous. So I don't know. We'll see. This is like the third snowstorm, huge snowstorm they've predicted where it turned out to be like nothing. And unfortunately, earlier in the week, I ran out to Trader Joe's because I realized we were out of chip witches. So it was kind of like just an emergency chip witch run. And it felt like March 2020, right? Like the shelves were just bare. Um, so people were panic buying 
all the things. There was nothing to get at Trader Joe's. It was really sad. So that's how my week is going. Chipwitch free, but we do have s'mores and hot cocoa bombs. So, and tons of firewood. So I think we're all set. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you back here next week.